You are listening to the Curious Human Podcast, powered by the Prairie Collective. This is a space for you to deepen your wellness practices, connect with humans that inspire your evolution, and learn about topics that are going to help you navigate the challenges of the human experience. Hi, and welcome to the Curious Human Podcast. I'm your host, Rochelle Taylor, and I am so excited to connect you with our guest today. Carly Ray Beaudry, also known as Womb Mama, is this fierce feminine force, and I am so freaking excited to get to sit down with her today and chat about the woman's work in the world of the pandemic. Carly has been a presenter at Prairie Love, and it is truly incredible to witness the streams of women leaving her workshops with these big bright eyes, notebooks full of information about their anatomies and their bodies, and these women who you can tell just by looking at them are more empowered in themselves. And so Carly is leading the charge on this woman's work of reclaiming our bodies, reclaiming our vulvas and our vaginas, and she is getting real about educating women about themselves. Before we dive in, let's give a shout out to our sponsor. So this episode is brought to you by Prairie Bloom. It's a virtual day of wellness for curious women happening May 3rd, and it's live streaming from across the continent to your living room. The guest on our show today, Carly Ray, will be doing a 60-minute session called Radically Rooted, and it's all about reclaiming your pelvic bowl. This is one of seven wellness workshops designed specifically for curious women. Move, breathe, connect, grow. Save $5 off your ticket to the live stream with code CuriousHumanPodcast. See the full workshop schedule and snag your tickets at theprairiecollective.com. So I'm so excited to have Carly Ray on the show today. So hi and welcome, Carly. Thanks for having me, Rochelle. Oh, it is our absolute pleasure to have you. So uh, I'm, we are, here we are in this new paradigm of physical distancing and isolation, and you are this expert in women's health. So I'd love to chat with you about how you think that this particular circumstance affects women uniquely. Well, you know, I always like to look back to ourselves in our more traditional ways. You know, how did we live 200 years ago? And 200 years ago, we were living in community and women producing estrogen. Estrogen is this bonding hormone, this social hormone. And because we're being so restricted in our socialization right now, and many women I know, especially our age, live alone, and <clears throat> we're not being able to engage on our hormonal level, literally, um, and down to our traditional way of being. Like, this is so not how we're meant to live. As just as a human being in and of itself, we are not meant to be so isolated and so scared to touch and be around other people that it's, it is <clears throat> affecting us 
in down to our cellular selves, you know, um, mm-hmm. and the fear that it is instilling in people, it's, it's truly heartbreaking. And then also collectively, like what I was seeing in my practice up until I had had to stop seeing people is <clears throat> every single woman's pelvis that I touched was in a <clears throat> fear trauma response where their pelvic bowl was tighter than I had experienced their pelvic bowl to be in sessions prior. And that's, that's a collective response to what's happening on our earth. You know, all of our bodies, we are, we are all completely interconnected and our bodies are responding to what's happening on a global level. And our roots, our pelvic floors, our vaginas, our vulvas, are becoming tighter and more hypertonic because of what's happening in our world. And that that's a normal reaction, um, unfortunately. Um, and really what, what my pr- uh, class that I'm going to be teaching at Bloom on is going to be how can we come out of the reaction and into more resonance? Because, yeah, our bodies are going to react to what's going on. But we don't want to stay stuck in that reaction. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Definitely. No, and I like um, that. Yeah, I've been going back a lot to that as well, that coming back to as a species, yes. who are we, right? Because this modern world that we've been, you know, the, the economy and all of those things, those are really new in terms yep. of like human beings, um, whereas illness and, you know, are so when we contemplate and consider this like yeah how does this affect us as a species and and I love that you know that insight into yeah we are have estrogen and estrogen is this bonding hormone so hormonally do you think that there are ways or things that women should be doing just from a self-care point of view to manage their hormones you know of course cortisol we know the stress hormone um, can be managed with things like yoga and meditation but like how can we manage our hormones as women to deal on the individual level Um, hopefully that resonates out to the collective Right now, more than ever, it's important to be reaching out and being in community in some way, which is so great about, you know, connecting on this virtual wellness. But especially if uh, women are living alone, reaching out and doing FaceTimes, being a part of some kind of group so that you can see people's faces and connect and engage, at least on this level right now, is absolutely crucial. Absolutely. Mm. And then connecting with nature as much as you can. Hopefully we don't uh, get totally locked down and aren't able to go out to parks and things like that. But really developing that intimacy that we normally would get from humans with nature. It can, it is there to support us on a deep, deep level if we engage with with Mother Nature, right? And totally. then our relationship with our bodies. We have to be touching ourselves, have to right now. It is one of the best things for our hormonal system and our nervous system, our whole being, spiritual, emotional, mental, everything. Um, Yeah. And so is there, if people are looking into um, 
self-touch? Are there resources that you could recommend or even terms that people could Google to figure out, you know, how do they figure out? Because, um, yeah, yeah it's, it, that's a, a topic that has been a little bit of tab or I don't know if I would say taboo, but a little it's not brought up every day. So if someone's like, yeah, you know, I could use a little love um, and I'm the only person here to give it to myself. So where can they look? Well, I'm going to, um, you know, <laughs> I've been so hesitant to doing webinars and that kind of stuff because I just mm. haven't felt ready. But now is the time for people to really step up. So I am going to be putting out some webinars as a guide of, what does it look like to touch ourselves in whatever way? And I don't mean just in like a, a masturbation, self-pleasure way. I just mean truly to touch our whole bodies so that we feel held and cared for. So I'm going to be um, putting out some self-breast massage, self-belly massage, and some self-vulva vaginal massage um, webinars um, for people because... I think there there aren't a lot of resources in teaching us how to care for ourselves in this way. Mm, and especially when you can't seek it outside of yourself. Exactly. And yeah. as hard as everything is, um, you know, there is this invitation to look inward, right? To, to learn that you... Uh, this is all you can control, you know, yeah. your what. Um, and so when you're craving love and touch, um, that's who you have. Um, and so I would love to chat just about, I know you've um, sort of alluded to it, is your workshop at Bloom. And we're so excited to have you in this virtual um, manifestation of this wellness retreat for curious women. So your workshop is radically rooted. And can you give us a little bit of insight as to what participants will be learning and can expect from this workshop? It's going to be an embodiment practice of getting into our root, um, which is our pelvic bowl, uh, a little bit of anatomy so that we have somewhat of a roadmap to our own bodies and structures. I think knowing our body on an anatomical level is so, so important so that we are able to visu clearly visualize and touch ourselves with intention and purpose and know what we're doing. So there's going to be a little bit of anatomy, some breath work, embodiment practices, some sounding um, movement. It's not going to be like a yoga class. It's going to be very non-linear um, because that is the feminine way. The feminine way is non-linear and uh, unstructured. And when we want to get truly into our root, we have to embody that unstructured way of being, more cyclical, spiral way of being in our bodies. And uh, I'm so looking forward to, to this workshop and having you. Um, and I'm just curious, and we've had questions come in about um, humans who identify as women who may not have the female anatomy. Yes. And I'm wondering um, if you could speak to whether or not this workshop can still be suited to them and uh, how to make, how, how we're planning or you're planning on making it inclusive. So I am definitely big on working on my language to making my language more inclusive. 
And if someone identifies as female but does not have the female anatomy, on an energetic level, they they can connect with that anatomy anyways. It doesn't matter mm -hmm. if the physical organ or not. And this goes for the same for people who've had hysterectomies or partial hysterectomies. Even if you don't have the physical organ, you still have the energetic imprint, um, male or female. You know, we all have masculine and feminine in ourselves and we have the energetic imprints of all those organs. So you can still connect with it and visualize it in your own body. Amazing. Um, and then I would love to know um, just about your practices right now in this time. And so tell, first of all, I mean, um, just to give a little bit of context to our listener, like your days normally would be spent in full contact with clients um, and then how has that shifted and how are you managing that shift? Yeah, my, like, I have been, I'm used to seeing 20 clients a week and touching people all day, every day. And now my life is just me, not touching anyone except for myself. <laughs> and it's just me and my dog. And it's such a radically different way of living right now that we are all experiencing. Um, and my self-care Honestly, if I get my ass out of bed by seven o'clock in the morning and am able to like make my celery juice, then I'm like, okay, today's a good day. Like it's, I'm really allowing myself right now to just be with where I'm at and not force myself to have to do, do my yoga practice and do my meditation and do my breath because we don't have to be perfect. You know, that idea of having to do every single thing, every single day, especially when we have so much open free time right now, it's, it's unrealistic and allowing yourself to be where you're at is so, so important. That said, now that, you know, it's, I've been in this isolation period for about two or three weeks now, I'm starting to come back into a bit of a rhythm. I allowed, allowed myself to do absolutely nothing, which is what my body and nervous system needed to do and just binge out on Netflix. Um, now I'm coming back into a structured way of living and, and starting to somewhat find a new normal in, in so much space in my life. Um, also that being said though, if you have children, it's a whole other deal being at home with your children. <laughs> I have no idea what that's like because I don't have children. So, but but I think, and I think that regardless, whether you're on either end of the spectrum, there's suffering happening. It's hard either way. And yes. I, I think that what we have to be careful of is, and, and I'm speaking for myself here, is not, you know, oh, well, you don't have kids. So obviously, like, this is way easier for you than it is for me, because I have a child and I'm responsible. No, like, it's hard for all of us yeah. in all of our own ways and suffering equals suffering equals suffering. Like, yeah. and, and so if someone is suffering, it doesn't matter. One person's suffering is not greater than another. They, it feels the same way. You know, it feels Absolutely. frustrating and stuck. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's, it's, hard. And I can think of with myself that, 
you know, if I were 10 years prior when I wasn't in a relationship um, and didn't have a partner and was very independent, you know, uh, that that would be very, very hard in a whole different way. And it's not less hard or less worthy um, that we're all suffering collectively and to be really careful to, you know, people who don't have kids to say to, to mothers, oh, well, this must be so nice for you to just have time with your kids. <laughs> or for people with kids to say, oh, like, you know, I'm just so jealous. You can just sleep in every day. And like, yeah, seven o'clock would be a dream for me to get to wake up at. We <laughs> right? have to stay out of comparison. We have, mm. to have to stay out of comparison, comparison and judgment of ourselves and really accept where we are at in this moment. You know, if and you're so, rage or if you feel pretty calm and chill, n- neither is better or worse, right? Right. And so do you have any practices that you enjoy for that checking in, that tuning in? Because I think a lot of us, um, you know, instead of tuning in, it's numbing out, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah wine or chocolate or whatever's available. Um, and so how, what are some of your practices to go, I'm actually going to feel this. And I know on one of your Instagram posts lately, you talked about, you know, this is the composting of, of the shit right now that we're going through. And of course, the easier thing to do is go, I'm going to pretend that that's not happening and I'm just going to go over here for a bit. But how can you consciously choose to tune in and check into that feeling and those feelings, even when they're not good? My, and this has been a practice that I've been doing for the last two years nonstop. Um, and it's getting out into nature and just sitting in my body and feeling whatever it is that I'm feeling. Nature is hands down my greatest support. And I think it really should be all our greatest supports um, because we are, we come from nature and we need to develop that relationship so much more. And it's just sitting, I'm such a physical touch person. Like I put my hands on my body and I breathe into my body and I ask my body, what, what is here? What's coming up? And, you know, I de- I've developed this uh, deeper sense of a communication with my system. And it does, it's whatever is coming every day in these past, this past week has been totally different. One day it's like, fuck, I just want to lose my shit. The next day it's like, okay, I feel pretty good. The next day I've been like so sad and I'm just riding the roller coaster because we have no other choice. I want to, it's a choice to feel this and let it transform us or to bypass everything that we're feeling and just numb out. And you have to wake up every single day and be like, okay, I choose to be here and be in this you know, and participate in whatever is coming up for me. Mm. And it's a brave choice, right? But it for, a, for it a brave new world that we're, that, that we're entering. Um, and what is the best piece of advice that a woman in your life has ever given you? Permission. The, my mm. teachers that I've ever had have given me permission to go to the place that I was fucking petrified of going to. 
Mm. Is I love that. Yeah. Um, that's so beautiful. And um, let, I would love, or sorry, <laughs> where can our listeners connect with you? Where can they find you online in the online space? I'm most active on my Instagram, um, which is, I used to be womb mama and that has shifted over to Carly Ray Beaudry, my name. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the best place to connect with me right now. Amazing. Well, thank you so, so much, Carly, for sharing uh, your wisdom with us today. And I so look forward to your Radically Rooted workshop at Prairie Bloom. And everyone, give Carly a follow. She is so inspiring online. And be curious about yourself. So thanks, Carly. Thanks, Rochelle.